bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming on to this program, the summer divers kicks off in Tianjin today, and city in Jiangsu lifts residential property transaction curves, raising hopes for similar easing elsewhere. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China is expected to achieve this year's economic growth target of around 5%, with growth in the second quarter to surpass that in the first quarter, China's Premier Li Qiang said on Tuesday. Li made a remarks when addressing the opening of the 14th annual meeting of the new champions, also known as the Summer Davos, in North China's Tianjin municipality. Having gone through the twists and turns of economic globalization, all countries should cherish openness and cooperation, as well as peace and stability more in the wake of experiencing anxiety caused by conflicts and instability. Li warned against overstretching the concept of the so-called de-risking or turning it into a political or ideological tool. He called on the international community to firmly oppose the politicization of economic and trade issues and jointly maintain the stability and unimpeded flow of global industrial and supply chains so that the fruit of economic globalization can benefit different countries and people in a more equitable manner. He said that China stands ready to unswervingly uphold the market economy and support free trade to steer the world economy toward a more inclusive, resilient and sustainable future. About 1,500 participants from business, government, civil society, international organizations and academia have gathered in Tianjin for the summer Davos after a three-year hiatus of the in-person event due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Sessions of this year's Summer Davos will address the latest issues on the global agenda, global debt explosion, financial stability, climate action, with systemic relevance for Asia and the rest of the world, as well as the latest innovative technologies with potential to transform the world, such as generative AI, plant sensors, care tech, batteries and EVs. At a separate meeting of the forum, Zhang Yuzhuo, chairman of the State-Owned Assets Supervision and Administration Commission of the State Council, said the country has witnessed some positive signs of a strong recovery on both the demand and supply sides. China has maintained a steady economic recovery this year against the backdrop of multiple global challenges, and the growth is set to accelerate in the second quarter, Zhang said. While it is generally believed that China's economic recovery helped boost confidence in the global economy, Zhang also warned of challenges relating to fields such as the lower-than-expected growth in foreign trade. Moving on to some regional highlights. Yangzhou in East China's Jiangsu province removed restrictions on home transactions, said a notice published by the Yangzhou government on Sunday, which will be effective for a year starting July 1. People who buy properties for improved living conditions can sell their previous homes immediately without having to wait for three years as was previously required, the notice said. Yangzhou's decision marks the first city to launch support for its housing market after the first adjustment to the loan prime rate in 10 months, and it was Yangzhou's third housing policy easing this year. 
Iron Hot Pot in North China's Inner Mongolia has locked over 1,500 China Europe freight trains so far this year, the local railway authority said on Monday, which has handled a total of 12,592 to date since the port launched its China Europe freight train service in 2013. The Iron Hot Pot is the largest land port between China and Mongolia, through which 68 China-Europe freight train routes link China with more than 60 regions of over 10 countries, including Germany and Poland. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future Guangdong Free Trade Zone topped its task of further improving connectivity with Hong Kong and Macau in terms of investment, trade, financing, legal services and mutual recognition of professional qualification. According to a recent priority list for China's free trade zones during the 2023-2025 period by the Ministry of Commerce, efforts should be made to specific financial platforms including Guangzhou Futures Exchange and Greater Bay Area Born Platform, aiming to serve the high-quality economic development and the Greater Bay Area. More specifically, Nansha Area is encouraged to beef up its sci-tech research and infrastructure effort. Tianhai and Shekou Area will explore cooperation mode on legal services between the mainland and the two SARs, as well as to link China and foreign countries. And Hengqing is scheduled to reinforce cooperation with Macau in civil affairs and speed up the Macau New Neighborhood Project to facilitate Macau residents to live and work in the area. Next on industry and company news. Chinese auto giant GAC Group stunned audiences at a recent event with the debut of GOF, a flying vehicle that can travel both in the air and on the road. The auto has a split chassis design that allows it to be used either as an aircraft or a car, GC said on Sunday. When driving on land, the wings are retracted and the flight cabin and chassis stay combined, and when flying, the flight cabin separates from the chassis, which remains parked on the ground. Chinese fast fashion retailer Shane recently unveiled a program named Accelera Shane to support 10,000 sellers to achieve 1 million US dollars in annual sales over the next three years, offering a system of support from popular characters to all marketplace vendors, including training and upskilling, sellers' benefits and incentives to help them achieve their business goals. The program will also help 100,000 small and mid-sized vendors achieve 100,000 US dollars in annual sales and improve their competitiveness in the global market, the firm said Monday. Chinese joint venture Tongkun Petrochemical Indonesia has launched a 8.6 billion US dollars petrochemical complex in North Kalimantan, Indonesia, according to an announcement released after the close of trading yesterday. The project, which is awaiting Chinese government approval, will produce 14.32 million metric tons of petrochemical products a year and is expected to generate an average annual operating income of 10.4 billion. US dollars and an average after-tax profit of 1.3 billion US dollars. Shares of ENN Natural Gas jumped after the firm said it has guaranteed its supply with Chania Energy, the leading liquefied natural gas provider in the United States. 
a Singaporean unit of ENN and Chenery Marketing, a subsidiary of the American firm, penned a 20-year standing agreement for up to 1.8 million tons of LNG per year, ENN said in a statement yesterday. The contract starts in mid-2026 with an initial annual supply of 900,000 tonnes, which is expected to rise after Shenyang Energy expand its step-bind past LNG terminal in Louisiana. Shares of BYD fell after Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway sold about 676 million Hong Kong dollars of stock in the fast-growing electric vehicle giant to have less than half of what the American investing legend used to in August. Berkshire Hathaway unloaded about 2.53 million age shares for 266.85 Hong Kong dollars apiece on average on June 19, cutting its holdings to 8.98% from 9.21%, according to Bulls data disclosed yesterday. And we wrap up with a quick look at the stock markets. Chinese stocks ended with healthy gains on Tuesday as the yuan rebounded to 7.22 against the greenback. The benchmark Shanghai Composite gained 1.2% and the Shenzhen component rose 1%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index also climbed 1.9% and the tech index jumped 2.6%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.